everybody. Thanks for joining us on this particular edition of the Common Sense Show. You're in hour number one. We really appreciate you being with us. And uh, you guys are the best. And we we really appreciate your letters, your cards, your emails. I mean, we get them all at Post Office Box 32, Whitman, Arizona, 85361. We appreciate that. We appreciate your electronic communication as well. Some of you are giving to our Patreon movement, which we really, really appreciate. And if you've seen our studio for live broadcasting, well, you know we're putting the money to good use. So we do appreciate that as well. And uh, we've got plans to move this show forward to a higher level. We'll be talking about that in the upcoming weeks. And uh, we're really, really glad to be with you. Now, this particular hour is brought to you by a couple of sponsors, and you're going to recognize them. One of them is Noble Gold, and Noble Gold is really, really good at what they do. In fact, what's coming economically, you need to get most of your money out of the bank. You need to diversify, get it into things that are going to work. And the people of Noble Gold knows what that is. That's gold. And they'll have you buy gold outright. They'll also convert some of your instruments, like your IRAs, to gold-backed IRAs. And it's a way to step out of the way of the coming locomotive train. You can call them, 877-646-5347, Or you can go to the description box in this broadcast that will appear on either YouTube or on our website at thecommonsenseshow.com and click on the link to noblegoldinvestments.com. We're also brought to you by ready-made resources king prepper runs that show and you're going to meet the king in just a minute everything you want for prepping is there whether it's high-end night vision and i agree with what our guest is saying if you don't have night vision you're probably going to lose at night and also too they have water filtration they have communications you name it they've got it they're the best there is and the best thing i like about them for pr they consult with you for nothing the owner, Bob Griswold, will talk to you personally and see where you're at and suggest your next move on your preparation move towards independence. ReadyMadeResources.com is the place to go. We'll hear more about that as we go through the hour. And one more, PrepareWithDave.com. Food, food, food. You're going to hear this theme when I talk to Bob here in a minute. They're coming after our food. They're destroying the food supply. They're going to lure you into camps. We're going to get into all that. Don't let them do it. Preparewithdave.com, 40% off the accumulation of food with the best quality that's out there. And I do mean the very best. And it's restaurant quality, no glyphosates, no GMOs, 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. Well, those are the great people that bring us this particular broadcast in this hour. And we're pleased and privileged to have a familiar guest on, Bob Griswold. He joins us frequently to update us on what people need to be doing to prepare for what's going on. And yes, he is the owner of Ready-Made Resources, and we'll talk more about that later in the hour. Bob, I'm glad you could join us. And it's almost like when I sit down to write a story or do a broadcast, I have analysis paralysis because there's so much going on, I can't keep up. Well, Dave, I, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, if, if, if you read the the prophetic parts of the Bible, Matthew, Revelation, Daniel, and you see what it predicts the end of the age will be, I think you could be totally forgiven in thinking we are there. Because, I mean, I just look at the situation in the world today, and we'll go over them just point by point. And, and again, we, you know, Dave, in this, I always want to present hope. 
because for the for the Christian person, there is always hope. It is never doom and gloom. It is always we're going to win in the end. We are victors. We're conquerors. We're more than conquerors, and, and the Bible says in Christ. So I always want to portray that, even though we talk about the signs of the age and, and what it will mean for us and what, it, what we need to do to survive what these evil people have in mind for us, we always have to keep in mind that we do have the hope, we are on the winning side, and that no matter what, no matter what they do to us, we will survive it because, you know, God is on our side. And that's that's the ultimate thing that we have. The Lord Jesus Christ said he would never leave us nor forsake us and that he would be with us, his exact words, until the end of the age. So uh, we know we have that promise. I mean, these people, I mean, they... they just look at it. they can't even decide they hate each other i mean look at look at the nutbag hillary everybody in the democratic party now i can't even say this with a straight face dave excuse me everybody's a russian agent i mean she sees them everywhere i mean these people have totally lost it and yet they these people have power and when they have the power they just look what they do they have absolutely destroyed our civilization and that wherever they go, wherever this mental illness of liberalism, Marxism goes, it brings destruction. It brings demonic activity. It brings the perversion of everything. It brings lawlessness. It brings rebellion. It brings violence and hate everywhere it goes. And so when I look at the news today and I see just the absolute you know, abundance of things going on that I say, oh, my gosh, one of these would be bad enough. But there's dozens of them that, that have, have been been implemented against humanity and and you can name it i mean you know the educational system has been corrupted the medical system has been corrupted the agriculture the food we eat it, it poisons us it, it just everything everywhere we go and so god does instruct us in a different path you know the the bible says wide is the road that leads to destruction and narrow is the road that leads to life you know god will show us that road that leads to life if we want to hear it. Now, if we're watching the vomit brokers, as Steve Quayle says, and we're watching all that junk and trash, we won't see that path to life, the, the road that leads to the kingdom of God, or the, you know, the pilgrim's progress, the celestial city. We'll, we will follow the masses, and, and you know, the masses always end up at the slaughterhouse, and that's where we don't want to end up. So there, there's so much that we can do right now and talk about. Uh, we, we, we always want to warn. I mean, you know, people who don't like to hear warning. I mean, I just my wife is doing a Bible study right now on the book of Jeremiah. They called him the weeping prophet because he had to tell his own nation that they were going to go into captivity. In fact, his own nation hated him for saying that. He actually threw him in a, well, some people say a dung pit or whatever, um, polite way of saying it. But, you know, they actually just did that to him because he was telling them the truth. Well, he had all these other people around, and we hear the prognosticators that, you know, that, you know all these good things. There were plenty of those in, in the nation of Israel at that time, and Jeremiah was going around saying, no, this, that's not the way it is, guys. This is what the Lord says, and it's not going to be good, and you better get ready for it. So um, with that, we can we can go into so much. You, you, you know, you had mentioned the food, Dave, and uh, Steve has said it. Everybody said anybody who's ever been to a nation where there's starvation or hunger has seen it firsthand. What people will do for food, 
they will do anything. And we've never experienced that in this nation. Most of the people that we're talking to right now will have never experienced that. There are probably some people that have gone through some extreme hardships, lost everything, and and they know what it is to just wonder about where the next meal is coming from and how I'm going to get it. So to those people, I say kudos. You know what it feels like. But most of us, I mean, we can go in our cupboard and at least have two or three days worth of food. Um, So when this crisis of food happens, which I think is being not only divinely orchestrated, but also also orchestrated by man because you know they do want to reduce the world's population by billions of people and so if you don't feed people they do die and just case in point right now this swine flu Dave you've been following it it has killed about they're saying admitting and I think it's actually more but they're admitting at least 400 million pigs have died from it and it's spreading like wildfire now you might not eat pig I know a lot of people don't eat pork but what that's going to do if you if you'd say the average pig dresses out at um you know um say 200 pounds you take 200 multiply times 40 400 million and you get billions of pounds of meat that will not be on the the world market for people to eat so that's going to put pressure on the chicken the poultry i mean the chicken poultry the 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 lamb sheep and uh, beef and so places like china that have lost, but their, their, their pig herds have been devastated, are going to be looking to the West to buy those other three types of meat. So meat protein right now, while it is still relatively inexpensive, people should be storing it up like crazy because they're saying by next year, um, mid, mid-year at least, you know, early at, at, the, la- at the latest, um, you're going to see dramatic increases in the price of beef or, ca- or chicken or whatever, whatever meat you want to get. And so... Um, that's why people really need to take this seriously. Noah was warned way ahead of the curve of the coming judgment. Joseph was warned, warned way ahead of the coming judgment. Uh, Jesus warned the inhabitants of Jerusalem when they see these things happen, get out. It was ahead of the coming judgment. So you can be like the majority of people who, like when they, in, I lived in Florida a long time, and they see the hurricane coming. I never understood it, why they waited till the night before the hurricane hit, and everybody was down at you know, Lowe's or, or Home Depot buying plywood generators, batteries, and, and you know it, it, it was all cleaned out. Why people waited to that. Or you can be ahead of the curve right now, knowing that this is coming. Coming. This is not this is not a a thing that it might happen. This is a thing that is happening. And, and God forbid that this disease jumps species and, and gets to another species or, or to humans, you know, which does happen. And and, and it starts spreading to, throughout all of the uh, meat protein market. And then we would really have a, a, a calamity, which I would still say this is a major calamity, but it could get far far worse. So I would just say, if you're a discerning person right now, and Dave, I, I, you don't pay me to do this, but you sell this type of stuff. So yes. I, I, would, I would tell people, you know, you better go and get it. Because I just know I've been in doing this for 25 years. When the rush happens, um, my Patriot Supply will have no food. They won't. It'll be gone. It'll be yeah. gone so quick. If the government doesn't a come day. in and buy it all up, it'll be gone it, in a day. It, it, less than that. Well, let me ask it, you some. They question. won't even be able to process the orders, Dave. I mean, if if my Patriot Supply gets, I'm just guessing, a hundred orders a day. Let's just say they get a hundred, and they they get five thousand in a day. They're just gonna. It's gonna go into tilt. Yeah, and it just won't do any good. We have so, we have run short before. Now we haven't for a long time. But when I first started, um, we had a serious situation going on, and people really stocked up, and they couldn't fill orders for about 10 days. 
So I've already seen the system quiver. Now, it hasn't happened for quite a while. But we get a big crisis. False flag happens and martial law is declared, whatever. You're going to see that. Bob, i got a few questions here I'd like to ask you. Okay? You have no doubt, and we're going to bring this back to survival later, but you no doubt have seen the events in Utah, in Salt Lake City in particular, where they're using public funds, giving them control of a large arena, and the UN is the they, and they're moving in, they've moved in, and they've declared sovereign territory. That's the U.S. out there. You may not film us. Uh, we are a compound. What do you make of all this? Well, again, it's the antithesis of everything that we represent in our Constitution and our founding documents in this country. The government was supposed to be the servant of the people. So it is absolutely the government taking uh, possession of authority that was never given to them, and it is unlawful. It's criminal, and if we, if it is not stopped, and, and, and I, I don't know if it can be at this point because it is so pervasive. I think Donald Trump understands the, the deepness of this swamp and the, and the spiritual nature of this swamp now because it's more than you're fighting men. You're fighting principalities and powers that want to dominion, run dominion over man so they can destroy them. I mean, the bottom line of all this is to take away your ability and my ability to be self-reliant they want to control everything um, and that's that's the whole reason of why they do this but it's extremely dangerous right going on right now because once they get away with it there as we know it, it just it just grows like a cancer and that's what it is a cancer so mm -hmm. um, it, it's extremely dangerous and, the, and the, these are the signs that we look for to say we need to do something Dave I'm we, we can try I mean, we can protest and do all we can do uh, within the scope of legality to try to stop these people. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, it's still going to affect you somehow. And, and it doesn't matter, Dave, if you live in Utah, I mean, if you live in New York or Florida or Tennessee, where I live or whatever, and it's going on there, it, 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 this cancer, because it's, it's all, all cancer, it's tied together, it's a big mass, it will spread everywhere. And so you, it's hard to say, you know, well, it, it's of those people over there, but not me. You know, nobody would have thought in Tennessee that, um, you know, same-sex marriage would have ever been legal. We never ever thought it. Because, you know, Tennessee is rated the most religious state in the country. Knoxville and Chattanooga are rated, are, are rated the most religious cities in the country. And yet we are being dictated to by the federal government things that are so opposed to the majority of Christian people in our state that we have to do it. So when these people get away with this type of behavior – they just go to the next and to the next and to the next, and it's a system of dominoes. It's just like what they're doing right now. That's why they flood all these cities with immigrants, because it's dominoes. They, Texas will turn, you know, blue. And they don't do it through legitimate campaigning. They do it through illegal activity, criminal activity. And they run roughshod over the rights of people because they care nothing about the, the rights of the people. They, they just want raw, naked power and the money, fame, sex, and all that stuff it brings them. And so that's what they want, the children, too, that it brings them. Um, and, and so that's what we see going on right now, raw, naked aggression against the people of these states where this is going on. And it can never, never forget that they bought all these billions and billions of rounds of ammunition 
that are still somewhere in the federal government's coffers. Now, they might have given them to gangs or whatever, but that ammunition, those weapons and everything are still there. And why, do, why does NOAA need AR-15s, fully automatic AR-15s with machine gun ammunition? I mean, with uh, you know, millions of rounds of ammunition. Tell people what NOAA is. Yeah, yeah, NOAA is National Oceanic Atmospheric Association. It's it's basically the the nation's federal uh, weather forecasting. Yeah, they uh, gave yeah. weathermen AR-15s, and yeah. I don't mean the weathermen underground, Bill Ayers, yeah. who put Obama into power. I'm talking real guys that bring you the weather. All the all the time that their pie holes are croaking out this thing, these weapons of war do not belong on the streets of America, and and they're the worst culprits of it. I know. Here's I mean, the forecast the brought to you by AR-15. I know. I, I, I watched a woman today who did not want to have her daughter vax, or given this very powerful, powerful psychotropic drug, so she took her off of it because her daughter was becoming violent and suicidal when she was on it. Well, they, they came to her house with tanks and, you know, um, special forces like guys dressed up with everything and surrounded her house with, it must have been hundreds of people, hundreds of law enforcement to try to get her out of it. I mean, the weapons of war do not belong on the streets of America, but we can do it. You can't do it. I mean, it is it is so obnoxious and offensive that this happens. And this woman eventually, you know, they ruled it unconstitutional what they did. Nobody went to prison. They just, you know, she got her daughter back after nine months. God knows what happened to that woman, that girl in nine months of being in some kind of state-run foster, you know, care. Um, and and this woman's deprived of her daughter, but it's all done by the same mentality of what's going on there, that we're the federal government. We can use any act of violence we need to in order to sub- subjugate you to whatever we tell you, whatever dictates and, and, and things that we want. I, I read another story. I mean, this, this one man had a very pretty young girl. And he was homeschooling her. Well, the, the, I guess the officials found out that she was a pretty young girl, and they absolutely went after him because they wanted, her to, they wanted him to put her into a public school. Gee, I wonder why. And um, he finally had to move out of the state to keep it from happening. God bless him, and kudos to him. But again, that mentality of, you know, we're from the government, we are omnipresent. We're omnipotent. We we, we we can do whatever we want, and you just have to sit down and suck it up. Sorry. You know, that's what's going on right now. And that's why um, any uh, person who is not uh, – I just got to be careful here – not, you know, been absolutely um, drugged with the opiate of in, this insanity – and is watching events, listening to your program, listening to the Hackmans, listening to Steve Quayle, Mike Adams, who's listening to these people, has to come out of the system and start looking at this and saying, you know, there is a clear and present danger to the people of the United States right now, and it's posed one half of America, the people that support Hillary, to some degree or another, if you support Hillary or Obama's or any of that that, that, that clan of de- demons, um, it, you know they have a, a mentality that says we have the right to subjugate you into our worldview, and if you resist, then you know we can do whatever we want to you. And, and so it, it's very dangerous times. And, and, and as people that are awake, uh, Dave, I mean, you know, I saw that. I have to admit, I, I saw the swine flu thing, and I, I said, you know, gosh, you know, food's going to the, the meat's going to become meat protein's going to become more more expensive, and 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 so I went ahead and purchased some more meat for my family, um, and, and you know, so I just get ahead of the curve because I, I know that if it happens, 
um, you know, it, it won't, if it, if it is available, it's going to be very, very expensive. And a lot of families right now, their budgets, I know, are pushed to the max because of taxation and all the things that, that they have to pay for, property taxes and so, such, just to keep the, the, the behemoth alive, that they don't have a lot of discretionary income. And so right now is the time to act if you have any discretionary income a little bit. I mean, you know, cut the cable. Uh, cut, go into your budget and cut the things that you don't need and put it into things that will save your life. And, and again, that, that the story of the pigs. And again, Dave, on top of that, we have all that, that flooding, droughts, uh, California, which provides 70% of the produce, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables for the country. I mean, it's on fire earthquake, I mean, earthquakes going on, um, you know, it, it's just not one source of intelligence coming at me like the, 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 the pig thing. I mean, I, I'm looking at crop failure. I'm looking at fire. Um, I'm looking at all these different sources of intelligence that are coming in, vectoring in to paint a picture. And, you know, I might not be the smartest guy in the world, but I do know a little bit about intelligence and how to read it and, and understand it and take it from raw intelligence to interpreted intelligence. And so you can form a, a, a credible plan and act on it. Um, I, I would say that this earth, this world is headed for severe food shortages. What would you Dave? say to people? Yeah, I'm disconnecting here for some Dave, reason. Maybe there. Yeah, I'm cutting out intermittently. Um, okay. I'm not sure. This is the second time it's happened to me today. But anyway, moving on, pressing on the travails of radio. But uh, I, I agree with everything you just said. This is why I was like the uh, little church mouse in the corner, because you were on a roll there, and you're exactly right. And I'm going to take it and, and make a little bit of a side turn. Um this intimidation that we're feeling, this move towards action against the people, my take on the UN is this, is that they came out of their cubby holes on their abandoned military bases enough to be seen about 10 days ago, and multiple reports, photographs, everything, but they didn't really do anything. And now we've got the UN taking over the salt palace in Salt Lake City, and this is becoming a scandal. I almost think, Bob, the UN's flexing their muscle and they're saying, Trump, you do anything to the politicians in California, we're coming out of our cubby holes and we'll come under the Kigali principles and take over. And you know who else said this to me? This is not my original thought. This was from one of my friends in DHS. You know, Dave, you see, bingo. Um, that is spot on because I hear everybody, when are these people to go to prison? When's Hillary going to pay for her crimes? When's Obama going to pay for this treason? When's Clapper, Comey, Brennan, you, you, you name it, Loretta Lynch? I mean, all these people that have committed provable evidence exists, hard evidence exists that these people have committed high crimes and misdemeanors while in office. Biden, I mean, you know, taking his son, taking billion dollars from the Chinese while he's vice president. I mean, when are they going to go to prison? You know, Dave, I think Trump understands that this is a house of cards, and I, and I want to spell it out. I think he understands that if anything does happen, it will be low-level players, um, what it would be considered low-level players. And it, he, because he knows if he goes after them, you know, again, if they try to put Obama in jail, we know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, they, they, would, they would incite the blacks and minorities, to, no matter how, how guilty he is. 
and we would have rioting in the street. Hillary goes to jail. I mean, uh, good grief. I mean, she'll do the same thing. So he understands the dynamic that our country is absolutely split. And that's why he's given all these covert, you know, innuendos that you, you better get ready for it. Because his, his the people who follow him should understand what he's saying. He can't come out and say, listen, folks, you know, America's on the brink of a civil war. You better get ready for it. Pres- presidents can't do that, even though he has just about come out and, and said that much. If he's impeached, it could create a civil war. He's re- referenced civil war. I mean, he, so he has gone as far, I think, as politics will allow him to go and say what he needs to say. It's up for us to de- have some discernment and understand that, you know, just because I, I, because necessarily I, I, if I'm in the office of the presidency, I have to – I cannot come out and say some things. I, I can give – you know, um, you know, cryptic messages or even barely cryptic messages of what is going on. And so I think Trump has done that. I think he's doing it. I think the fact that they are stretching this, these prosecutions out, is, it's prima facie evidence that if they went after these people, we would have a civil war. I think I read Bill O'Reilly uh, quote something the other day when they asked him, are we on the edge of a civil war? And he said, no, we are in a civil war. Yes, I saw um, that. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, and, and Newt Gingrich, I, I saw him say the same thing. So we as a nation right now are on the brink of disaster. And it's not only us. I mean, you know, civil unrest is spreading the globe. These, these globalists have, have exploited people so much that the sea of humanity is, is absolutely starting to, 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 to get, you know, fed up with it. I mean, we have unrest right now in Russia, Hong Kong, Algeria, Lebanon, Egypt, Venezuela, Chile, Ecuador, Bolivia. Uh, Peru, Spain, the Ukraine, and I would even say the United States. So we have all this unrest, this pent-up anger, and, and it's, it's not going to end well because the sides are so polarized. And, you know, I, again, I have to restate this because I hear, I hear this, you know, when Civil War we're going to fight these pink-haired little skinny-legged, you know, guys. That's not the case. I mean, that's, that is what is portrayed to us so that we get this hubris like, oh, gosh, we could, you know, I could, you know, take them all. One guy could take them all. But no, you, you have a network of people who hate this country all the way up into the highest levels of government, the highest levels of our bureaucracy, the highest levels of our military, the highest levels of law enforcement, uh, obviously the media, education, finance. Are behind all this. Then you add you add the the brown shirt type people like uh, ISIS or Antifa, Black Lives Matter. You, you name all these these groups that they have that are, have proven are willing to commit violence, acts of violence. A lot of these people have been circulated into war zones to give them actual uh, you know um, battlefield experience. Uh, we have people that have gone into the military specifically to get that type of experience and that that now align themselves with far left, and so. Uh, we have a nation right now that is. It has, it, 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 we are sitting on stacks of dynamite, playing with matches, and and, it, and that's my fear. And and when, and when it happens, all the supplies will be gone overnight. And 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 this, there, there there's three levels of of preparation that we really need to be looking at right now. Um, you know, when I was a building contractor, I needed three things to do a good job. I needed the right materials. I needed the right tools, and obviously you need the right tradesperson so that they know how to work those things. One of those things is taken out of the equation. 
I mean, you can have the best tools and the best tradespeople, but if I give you crappy material, you're not going to come up with a quality project. And hence, I could give you the best material and the best tools, and if you get some jack leg in there, they're not going to do a good job. And so there's three things right now that we need to establish in our lives to make sure that we are able to build what we need to build. And by build, I don't mean necessarily physical. I mean sometimes networks or, or build supplies or build experience, whatever. We need the spiritual development of our lives. We need we need to come to grips with the Lord Jesus Christ and say, you know, I need your, direct, your direction. Psalm 91, that he will cover us. He will protect us. He will lead us. He will make us strong. Our enemy will come in against us one way and flee with us, you know, ten ways. So we need that spiritual development that the, that God brings into our life through following Him, through reading His Word, being obedient to Him. We need to do that. That has to be number one. We can do everything else, and if we don't do that, at the end of the day, in the afterlife, we pay a very, very, very steep price. Um, so that, that that's the first thing. Obviously, then there's there's what I would say bodily physical preparation. Um, I don't want to be careful because I mean, you know. I have, uh, Dave. I'm I'm pretty a pretty compassionate person when it comes to people, and and maybe you know uh, I, I've known a lot of people that have been medically addicted to narcotics. I, I know a lot of America because they just haven't been educated, have eaten this this globalist food stuff that has maybe affected their health, their weight, or whatever. And you know, but we do need to get educated and get physically ready for what is coming because it will not be for the faint of heart. So uh, addictions, uh, weight issues. Issues, drug issues, drug dependence. You know, losing weight can lose lower blood pressure dramatically, and so we really need to address that. And and again, this isn't meant to condemn anybody, Dave. It's it's not. It, it, there's always mercy. There's always grace. But there's instruction on how that we can do better. Uh, you know, God wants to give us life and life abundantly. And so those are the physical things. And then also with those physical things, we also need to put into practice what we do. I mean, you know, we buy a gun, we stick it in the safe, we never shoot. Well, that, that gun's not going to do you any good. You know, we buy food supply. We don't ever open a can and say, well, how do we actually fix this stuff and add water to it and cook it? How do we do this? What happens if there's no power? What do we do to make water hot? You know, so we have to start training and preparing for what we do. Radio radio. Again, I've said this probably more times than people care to, here he goes again type thing. Um, you know, if you buy these radios and stick them in the closet, they're not going to do you much good because radio takes and, and there's a learning curve to it. So, there, there, this physical bodily preparation things that we need to do. Um, and if we don't do those, it's like the the, the tradesperson. If we don't have all three of those things, we are not going to put out a good product. We're not going to build something that's going to be structurally sound. And then the last thing, Dave, what we need to do is to actually acquire the means, the tools, you know, um, the, the material, the good material. And then, you know, so I would say that, you know, the bodily preparation is kind of like the tools. We have the tools that we can use, the right material, and then we have the knowledge to do it. And so I think those things right now are, are issues that I would really encourage. And I would say that this is, this is what God, and, and I don't say this too often, that this is what God would direct you into doing. Uh, because it make, it's sound advice. It, it's sage advice. Um, it's historically good advice. I mean, throughout the ages, whenever we've seen judgment come on nations, empires, cities, people. These are the things that bring people through. They're spiritually strong. I know my God. I know, I, Dave, I know that no matter what happens, I will fear no evil because my God is with me. I will be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. 
that I will be. He has he's made me more than a conqueror in Christ. That I will be. So I have all these promises, great and precious promises that the Bible calls and that make me strong, morally strong, so that I don't give in to this 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 junk that they push. And then I have the right tools and I have the right knowledge person. That's the knowledge. I have that. And because I've trained my equipment, you know, uh, again, the, the spiritual weapons God gives us, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, the, boot, the, the feet shot of the preparation of the gospel, you know, we have to don that stuff. We just don't stick it in the closet and say, well, when the, when the demons come attacking, I'll go get my spiritual armor and put it on and this, this sword's, gosh, kind of heavy. I don't know how to wield this thing. You know, no, we, we train ahead of time with it, and that's what we need to be doing right now. And I want to encourage people, encourage you. Um, you know, if you're watching TV an hour a night, you can actually watch maybe some good YouTubes, educational. Maybe, you know, that, that teach you how to do things from gardening to shooting, you know, uh, you, you, from radio to, um, you know, doing pretty much anything. There's actually really good educational material. Um, I know a lot of people have acquired the, the, the material to do this. And so let's build this, you know, the, the scripture says a threefold cord is not easily broken. So the right tools the right person and the right materials. Let's just apply that to preparation. And when you do that, you make a threefold braid that actually becomes pretty strong. Uh, I, I, I think that's very, very sound advice. Um, we just blew through our last break, so I need to catch up here very quickly. Sorry. The fi- no, it's okay. You were on a roll, and I was not about to interrupt yeah, that at all. Here. That was a great, 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 great statement. So I let it roll, but I need to let people know that we are still brought to you by preparewithdave.com, the very best in storable food. Do not forget to prepare. Please, 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 in these times, 40% off. Go to preparewithdave.com. Also, uh, convert your soon-to-be worthless cash. Cash is trash, and it's going to crash. Get into Noble Gold, 646, excuse me, 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. The link will be in the description box. Excuse me. And finally, ReadyMadeResources.com, which we're going to come to in a minute because we're coming to a nexus point. But that's who brings us the final part of this segment. And, Bob, I'm looking right now, and I'm looking at the world food supply. And I keep reading, uh (laughs) uh-oh. I I have this thing above my computer where news pipes in. It's relevant. And it's sent to me by one of my colleagues. I want to see if you've heard of this, Bob. This is breaking as we're speaking right now. Um, This is sent to me by Teresa and David Goldberg, Secret Phone Recordings Part 1, Military Insider, set for 2020 and 2021. They're coming to initiate power outages. They're going to spread a virus, and they're basically going to do the roundups. And this yeah. guy has now, listen to this, this is what's scary. This David Goldberg guy is well known. He's closed his YouTube channel and said it's his final broadcast. Yeah, it, it, it is that dangerous. Dave, you, you know, again, just to, just to state the obvious, 400 million pigs, the average pig dresses out at 200 pounds. That's 80 billion pounds of meat. Now, that, that's a dent in the global food supply and protein which people need um and and so that's what we are going that that's not 
tomorrow. That's not hypothetical. That those 400 million pigs have died because of this this uh, swine fever, and it, it, it they're it, they're it's spreading rapidly because it's very very contagious. In fact, they're saying I was reading a report that said you know people who buy like pig ears and stuff like that from China different places, the virus could be in there, and it's a long lived virus, very contagious. So if you're buying that stuff and you bring it into this country, it could easily spread to this country. Um, and then, you know, if it spreads, but that, and that's not including Dave, I just know that some of these countries that make fruits and vegetables, they're having a hard time getting them because of the, what's happened in not only in California, but the, the flooding and then the hail and all the other things that destroyed a lot of our crops this last, um, this last growing season. And so, um, you know, there always there, there, there was always uh, the, the the message of hope was always embedded in there. Well, next year we'll catch up. It might take two or three years for us to catch up, but it'll happen. But what happens if it happens next year? What would happen? And it, there is no catch up. Um, it, it could it could get out of hand very very quickly. And again, you, you can name all the food supply companies in America that supply you know long term freeze dried food and. All of them would be wiped out overnight if the government didn't come and, and sequester the food. Um, the, the people would, and and I, I doubt. And, and this is one thing I want to stay. You know, let's just say ready-made resources has four people work here, and that's normal. That's what, that's what normal we can do. You know, we can handle our load with that. We're very efficient. We do that. But if all of a sudden, ten times, fifteen times, twenty times the orders come in, you don't have the staff to do it. None of the companies would have the staff to do it. And you can't just go on the street and say, let's bring these people in, because they don't have a clue of how to fill an order of what this product line is. They don't. So what happens is, again, you know, if, if food runs out in four weeks and your order is going to take eight, that's not good math. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I might, I might have I, even common core math might better figure that one out. <laughs> Ours takes two days to reach its destination. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, but in a crisis where the demand becomes exponentially higher, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it, it could easily get stretched out very quickly if the government didn't come in and sequester the food, which is, I think, a very, very high probability. I, I would it. agree. I totally agree with that. And, and People so, need to have the food now, not yeah. when the crisis comes. Yeah, it's like having gold in an IRA. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, it, it might work. You might get it back, but if you have it in your pocket, I, you know, you've got it. So, uh, you know, it's the difference. I mean, it's like anything. If you have cash in your home versus cash in the bank, well, they can have a banking holiday that says, whoops, uh, what cash? Um, you know, but if you have it in your pocket in your home, then it's different. So, you know, having it now is the key because there's so many variables and, and things that could happen if we had a national emergency, national crisis, or civil war, you know, EMP, you, you name the uh, the disaster du jour, disaster of the day, and, you know, it could quickly, all, all supplies would be gone, would be gone. If you feel you're at risk for being rounded up, what would you tell people to do? Well, I, I think that story I told you earlier about that guy who had a very attractive young teenage daughter, and they, they you know, I can only imagine why they wanted to get her in public school. Um, and he, he actually fled. He left the state. And there comes a time, and again, I, I go back to scriptural reference when Jesus said, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you know, he, he didn't say, get your lawn chairs out and sit up there and watch the apocalypse. He, he said, get out of Jerusalem. And, and there might come a time, Dave, when when we have to do something very radical and and and, and dramatic, 
to save our family because I know what they'll do if they if they put people in these camps. The the women will become comfort women. If you don't know what that is, just go look it up and see what the, the Japanese did during World War II. They become comfort women. And the children will go to the highest bidder, and the men, they'll just be worked till their death. Um, that's, I think, the formula of what will happen. And this is why, again, I always tell people about networking. If I knew something bad were about to happen to my children, and I had two or three friends, sets of friends, uh, you know, would it be better to give my children to them? Where they, I know they would be raised in maybe a Christian home, even though I never saw them again this side of eternity. They would be in eternity. If, you, if they get put into some sicko's house, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, the government takes them and puts them in, in with some sicko so they could be, you know, re-educated, um, you know, and they lose their soul, uh, there's, there's no choice for me. The choice is easy. So, Stand your ground. I, I Listen, I, I agree. Um, many people that survived the death camps in World War II said, looking back on it, they're glad they survived. But for most of us, it had been better to stand and die. Solzhenitsyn said that, too. He yeah. said, we didn't love freedom enough. We should have fought harder. You know, again, I've used this example before, but I want to say it again. I think it bears worth saying again. We've all seen these sickos that work at slaughterhouses. And they don't just they just don't go there to um, you know kill the animals for for meat. They they get there and they have to inflict pain and, and debauchery on these animals and, and torture them. And you know if you think that's only those kind of people will only be restricted to slaughterhouses, I would say the government internment camps would want those kind of people because it, it, they people would be so afraid to do anything they would stay in line as much as they could and without be, making any type of waves because they knew if they fell uh, into the ill feelings of one of these sick, you know illegitimate children um, that's a steep quailism I would say the way he says things um, you know it would be it, it would be um, you know what's going to happen you know what they're going to do to you it's just not going to be some kind of corporal punishment to make you not fall, fall in line it's going to be debauchery um, that's the kind of people that will be there in, in what they do so at, at all at all cost you know don't go there I mean, we just see what happens in America's prisons today. I mean, even the guards, a lot of the guards are deviants in, in America's prisons. I mean, they're the ones sexually assaulting the prisoners. And what can the prisoner do? If you don't do this, I'll do this to you. I'll do that. you got to do this. If you don't do it, you know, I'm going to do something else to you. I mean, that happens a lot. And so if this happens in, in prisons under normal times, imagine what will happen in detention centers under abnormal times. Well, that's they recruited the SS troops to man the concentration camps to fit the order. That's exactly right. So, um, you know, uh, again, the, the message of hope, Dave, is always that if I'm a Christian, that you know, I would rather suffer the wrath of man than the wrath of God. These people are going to suffer the eternal wrath of God. I will hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of thy God one day. They're going to hear, depart from me into the devil, into the, into the place prepared for the devil and his angels. That's what they're going to hear. And, and, and in eternity, you know, I know, you know, welcome into the joy of the Lord is going to be a much more pleasant thing 
from the God of the universe, then depart from me. And so I keep that in mind. I keep that in the end, I win. I know that he will give me the, the spiritual weapons I need to stand against any evil, no matter what it is. He will give me those weapons, even if it does cost me my life. Um, you know, but, but whatever it would be, he will give me the spiritual weapons I need, the spiritual strength I need to stand against the most wicked of wicked people and say, I will not fear you. You can take my body. I will not fear you. But, uh, you know, I, I, I do kind of agree with what General Patton said. You know, don't die for your country. Make the other guy die for his country. Um, you know, it's, it, it, if, that, if that comes happening, and, and it, the state cannot sanction illegal behavior, you know, in a way that, that you can say, oh, we have the right to take your life. They, they can't do that. That's illegal. That's not to say the death penalty is illegal. If you've committed an act like that, yes, the state has the right to impose that, that, that sentence upon you. But just to say, you know, we don't like your politics, we're going to round you up and throw you in, in some type of, uh, you know, debauched, depraved, you know, center run by a bunch of sicko, sickos, um, they don't have that right, and we have the right to resist that. That's natural right. That is, it, it's like the government doesn't give us the right of self-defense. The government's only job is to protect our right of self-defense. And so when they, when they become lawless in themselves, they have ceased to be a legitimate form of government. So how can so, you make it that, tougher for them to snatch you? When you look um, at your experience and what you do as an agent of prepping, how do you make well, yourself all, a difficult I would say target? I would, I would do as an agent of faith. Um, my Christian faith, because I do trust that God would reveal to me at the time what I need to do. And that's the most important thing, hearing from, from the Lord Jesus Christ, His direct will for my life. He does guide people. He does give us insight into what we need to do. And that, I cannot understate the importance of that. But, but second thing is, you know, you have to realize that, you know, Dave, we're high up on the list. You know, if the government's a hammer and you're a nail, what does it look for? It looks for a nail sticking out. Now, uh, we've determined, you know, in our minds that, you know, we have to warn people. We do that. But at the end of the day, I have to trust God that he will show me the path I take when I need to take it. Uh, and that I just have to be, uh, you know, trust him for. But for the average person who is not in that, being the gray man, being being the gray man and not being that person who is out there, you know, stirring things up, trying to lay low, trying to blend in, um, you know, at that point, that is the, probably the highest rate of survival. Uh, again, don't draw the attention. You know, it, you, we've all seen those little things where they have, like, you know, a little poster board with thousands of W's on it, and there's one M in it. And it did, it's not too hard, real quick, to su support uh, spot that M. You know, can you find the M real quick? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Dave? It's like this little chart, and it's like, you know, 50 W's going across and 50 W's going down. But in that mass of all those W's is an M, one turned upside down. And, you know, you look at it and go, oh, there it is right there. It shows itself real easy. Um, you know, you, you want to try not to be that person. You, you want to try to have operational security, you know, OPSEC, that you don't go out and, you know, I've got 900 years worth of food, you know, I've got this, that, all these other things. You want to try to maintain a quiet, you know, uh, existence and not be the nail that wants to get hit. Um, and that that's probably the greatest thing that people can do. But if it does push comes to shove and you notice roundups that are happening, I mean, uh, again, the, if they start rounding up from the top is what they would do, all of a sudden, you know, the, the big names start disappearing. 
you better go into DEFCON 5, and um, or DEFCON 1, I think, yeah, DEFCON 1, um, and, and realize that, you know, they're, they're, it, it's coming. This is something that they're going to be doing and, and really start making plans at that point. And, and that's the big thing is to, is to look and see who goes first because we can all guess who will go first. And then there's secondary and tertiary people that start disappearing. And when we start noticing people disappearing, it might be time to, to start making the emergency plans into preparation and, and really start thinking about what we're going to do. Well, wow, this it leaves me speechless. We're at the doorstep of all this happening. Uh, we've got a few minutes left here, and so let's make this a real clinic. Tell people how you can help them get prepared. Well, Dave, first of all, you, you mentioned it, and thank you for doing it. I do like to talk to people, and I do like giving out the information I have, but I also learn something from most people who call me. Um, they tell me their understanding of what it is, their vision, what's going on in their area. And so, you know, it, it's like I have, when people call me, I have a thousand sources of intelligence just from your area. They, they have an area of operation. That's where they live. That's where they work. That's where they sleep. That's where they buy their groceries and fill their gas tanks. And they're telling me what's going on in their area. That's that's valuable intelligence. So, you know, I, I appreciate when people call, and I, I appreciate giving you the knowledge I have, and you can give me the knowledge you have, and I think we're both better for it. So I, I do like talking to people and I do like helping people. I've been giving us a certain set of skill set that I enjoy, you know, telling people. And And again, you know, tactical training, you know, night vision training, communication training, um, obviously, you know, how how to do, maybe people have questions on gardening. We, we I'm an organic gardener. My wife's a naturopathic doctor, a martial artist. So we do, we have a lot, I'm a ham radio operator. So I, we have a, a lot of skill sets that we can give to people and tell them what they can do to survive and, you know, concerns about what they can do. And we, we gladly do that with people. Um, you know, I, I do feel like the Lord gave me this business to help America and, you know, true Americans into what we're facing right now. And so passing the knowledge on is a very, very valuable thing. Um, I mentioned just the other day that KA900 shortwave radio. What can we do? That shortwave radio is going to pick up news from around the United States and the world. So if you if you monitor that, that's intelligence. It doesn't transmit, so nobody knows. You, it's not giving a signal out. And just by listening to Troy Radio, you'll be able to gather intelligence that most people will never be able to gather. Having that ability to listen to what the the news is outside the you know the vomit brokers, um, you know, just being able to listen to what real people are talking about nationwide, worldwide, is going to give you a, a step ahead of those who don't have that kind of asset. To be able to rely upon, the, you know, keep in mind the government, eighty percent of the intelligence they gather is open source intelligence. So I mean, then they, but you know, they they have what's called signal intelligence, Signet, um, and that's what a radio does. It gives you signal intelligence. You can gather intelligence from around the world. Uh, you know, human intelligence. That's what I get when people tell me, you know, when I'm in my area, I saw this and this and this happening, and this is what's going on with our government and you know, our local government. That's human intelligence I gather, and I give it back to them. So those are things that we all do, and this is the networking thing that we all help one another. We're in this. You know, our posterity will judge us by what we do right now. Our children will curse us or bless us, depending on what we do right now. And, you know, we are a formidable force. We, we face a formidable force, but we are still a formidable force. And if we rise up and do what we need to do right now, you know, the, the least will happen. 
I mean, the least thing yeah, we might true. win, but the least that'll happen is that future generations will look at us and say they fought the good fight. And Bob, I need to interject this here because we're almost out of time. If you're looking for communications, water filtration, night vision, Bob finances the high end of things too. And it's all reasonably priced. ReadyMadeResources.com. And Bob, in closing, can you give us that phone number? Yes, the phone number is 800-627-3809. 800-627-3809. And I do want to mention one thing. Steve Quayle's, you know, the Legends Conference is coming up in 2020. It's earlier this year, in July. And so I want to encourage people to go there and sign up for it because yep. you will find so many that, like-minded No, Bob, people. We, we really got to go. I'll put that out. Okay. I'm going to have you on the YouTube channel, and I'll be in touch with you later about doing that, okay? Okay. Th- thanks for joining us. Thank you, sir.